This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 102. Hey, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. I recently started teaching adult beginner tennis. I know I always say I'm not a tennis pro, and I'm really not. I am teaching ladies who have never played the game before. One of the ladies actually played about 20 years ago when she was a kid, and she hasn't taken up a racket since then. So she really considers herself a beginner. And truly, these ladies are beginners in the sense of they haven't thought about tennis And they really are not aware of some of the improvements that have happened in the game as far as racket technology or just hitting spin, that kind of stuff. So I was thinking about them when I was looking through my tennis books, as I usually do, thinking if I was going to give them all one book that I thought I wish I would have had when I first took up the sport, The book I would choose to give them is called Tennis Beyond Big Shots. It's by Greg Moran. And that's the book I want to review for you today because this is truly a great book about playing what I like to call real tennis. The subtitle of Tennis Beyond Big Shots is The New Power Game. And in fact, That's really what the whole philosophy of this book is. It's talking about a new way to look at tennis so that you can really have a more powerful game and not in the sense of hitting harder or faster or applying more strength to your strokes. That philosophy is stated really well in chapter one of the book, where the author says, quote, the foundation of a winning tennis player is not power and aggression, but consistency and control. From here on out, I want you to forget about the hit him as hard as you can mentality. It's a waste of time and a recipe for disaster. End of quote. And I couldn't agree with that more. The fact is that most of us recreational players aren't going to get better by hitting harder or applying more power. That might be true if we were hoping to one day play on the pro circuit. But for us, we can get better without hitting as hard as possible. We really need to play smarter instead of harder. And that's at the heart of Greg Moran's book, Tennis Beyond Big Shots. In fact, as Moran points out, he says, quote, Yes, at the professional level, the game is extremely fast and power is an important element. But until Venus or Andre calls you for a match, build your game around consistency and control 
and you'll see an immediate improvement in your results, end of quote. He says Venus and Andre in that quote, which shows you that this book was first published a few years ago, but I'm pretty sure we could substitute Serena and Novak in there, and the conclusion would be the same. Consistency and control are going to be more important for us recreational players than hitting hard. The book is a great mix of talking about what you can do to make your strokes better, working from the serve through the return, through your ground strokes, your volleys, your lobs, and overheads. It also spends time talking about the tactics and strategies you can put into place, very simple ones that you can use to win in recreational tennis. And I find a lot of times we either don't have a strategy when we get out there and we're playing, we sort of just start reacting and hitting at whatever comes at us. Or if we do have a strategy, it goes by the wayside very quickly and we don't have a plan B to back up with when that first strategy doesn't work. This book gives you a lot of great options to put into play that can help you have a real plan when you're out on the tennis court trying to construct a point that you can win. So when I review a book, I always like to give you a few examples of what I really like about the book so that you can get the feel of what this book would be like for you to read yourself, whether it would be helpful. So let me give you a couple from Tennis Beyond Big Shots. Here's a really good one that honestly, I have never heard anybody talk about this before. I've never read this, but it is certainly valid, important, and something I myself have done on occasion. Uh, One of his tips, and he's talking about at this point, just the getting ready for the serve and the return. And he says, quote, don't forget to listen to the ball. The importance of listening to the ball is seldom discussed, but is a vital part of reading your opponent's shot. By paying attention to the sound as the ball strikes your opponent's racket, you can pick up how hard or soft it's been hit. If it's been hit with excessive spin or if it's been mishit, each has its own distinctive sound. End of quote. I think that is such a good tip. You really do not hear people talking about it. And it's very true, especially if you're listening for the serve. You can tell the difference between a flat, hard serve being hit and a spin serve being hit. And next time you're out on the court, just listen for that. Listen to the kind of sounds that are being made just on the serve. You will eventually find yourself, if you get into this, idea of listening, listening on every shot that somebody hits. It's really useful for telling you what is about to come over the net. Here is another good tip, something that you do not hear a lot of people talking about it, and it is so true. I myself find this helps me quite a bit to be a better tennis player. Uh, This is just talking about the most important skills you can have, very basic skills, but the important ones that can help you level up your tennis. And uh, Moran says, 
quote, you don't play tennis to get in shape, you get in shape to play tennis. And he goes on to explain, quote, as your game improves, so must your level of fitness. Points and matches become longer and more strenuous, and simply playing the game a few times a week won't be enough to keep you in top shape. By doing additional off-court exercises, you'll be able to keep up with the demands that your improving play requires, as well as lessen the chance you'll suffer an injury that could keep you off the courts for an extended period of time. End of quote. I can't tell you how many times I've played a match where someone on the court was an excellent tennis player but was not fit enough to last. And I have played doubles where my partner and I pretty much had a strategy to just tire one of our opponents out. I talked about how Tennis Beyond Big Shots sets out a number of great strategies, simple strategies that you can put into play to have a more winning game. And here's just a great example. It's in a section um, specifically talking about strategies. And in this, it's called Play the Percentages. And often pros talk about playing high percentage tennis or they say don't go for the low percentage shot. And frankly, a lot of times I am wondering, well, what is the high percentage shot? What is the low percentage shot? It's not obvious to me at all times. But Moran gives a lot of good examples in this particular section on just what high percentage tennis means. He says, for example, quote, when you step on the doubles court, Make a mental shift in your shot selection from thinking side to side as you do in singles to low or high. Hit the ball at your opponent's feet to force them to pop it up or hit it high over their heads so you can take the net away from them. If your opponents have control of the net and you're not certain you can get the ball down low, put it up in the air. Force them to move back and hit another shot. Make your opponents hit the ball to beat you rather than beating yourself with an unnecessary error. End of quote. That is a great little example of just what high percentage tennis means. It's playing the safe shots that can win the point rather than the low percentage shots that look good but have a very low likelihood of actually winning the point because they either go out or end up in the net. Finally, towards the end of the book, there are some really good sections on working with a pro, the ins and outs of remaining social and friendly with other players, tennis etiquette. Again, these are things that are really important to know if you do play recreational tennis, but a lot of times nobody tells them to you or you figure them out after you've already done something wrong. And you don't want to be that player who didn't know what etiquette was and ended up insulting someone unintentionally. So I really like this part of the book because, again, this isn't the kind of stuff that anyone really writes down for you. You just kind of learn it by trial and error as you go along, or if someone finally befriends you and tells you some of this stuff. Here's a really good example right here. He has what he calls his 10 commandments of tennis. 
And number five is accept your mistakes. And he says, quote, no matter how badly you may be playing or losing, keep a positive attitude and your excuses to yourself. No one's interested and you'll only sound foolish. End of quote. Such a good little tip because I know we've all been in situations where our opponents seem to have so many excuses for why they're not playing well that day. They haven't played in so many weeks. They're sick. They're injured. The list goes on and on. They've never played with this particular partner before. This isn't their normal racket. Somebody didn't string their racket correctly. And in the end, instead of just admitting that you played well, your opponent seems to attribute their loss only to all of their excuses. And I hate that. I personally hate that when someone just can't be a um, good sport and tell you you played well and you beat them that day. And so this is an example of the kind of things that Greg Moran points out in this book that, again, nobody tells you and you kind of wish someone would so that you don't violate these sort of rules of tennis etiquette. Again, Tennis Beyond Big Shots, The New Power Game by Greg Moran. Such a good book. This is definitely a book that I did not read until I'd been playing tennis for a couple of years. And I learned so much from it when I did read it. And I wish that when I first started off playing tennis as an adult, someone would have given me this book because it has a lot of information in it that I learned the hard way. And I still reread it quite a bit because, as I said, some of the basic stroke advice and strategy advice is valid no matter what level you're playing at. And it's the kind of stuff that you just can't be reminded of enough. I'll have a link to this book in the show notes for this episode. It'll be an Amazon link. And you can click through to look at the book on Amazon. You can buy it there if you want. And if you use my link, I'll get a little bit of a commission. But you don't have to. You can just click through if you want to look through the book. I think it's available in paperback and in a Kindle version. Honestly, with this book, I prefer the paperback over the Kindle version. Just because I kind of have marked my book up. And I like to flip back and forth to see particular parts of the book, and it's a little bit harder to find them sometimes when it's on a Kindle. Um, You can find those show notes over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips102. And if you head over there, you will also find links to other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, as well as a bunch of other tennis tips that I have on Tennis Fixation. If you have recommendations for books that you think are really good, tennis books that everyone should be reading, be sure and go down to the bottom of that show notes page. Again, it's tennisfixation.com slash quicktips102. And if you go to the bottom of the page, there's a comment area and you can leave me a comment and let me know your own tennis book recommendations. Thanks for listening. I hope you're getting in a lot of tennis these days. My tennis leagues have all started now. I am on three teams. 
I know that's going to get crazy at some point, but so far so good. I haven't had to play three matches in one week, but I'm sure my time will come and uh, I'll be sure and mention that when it does, how I survive. Uh, I'll be sure and talk about it here on Tennis Quick Tips. Thanks for listening again. Have a great time out on the tennis courts. And as always, happy tennis. <laughs>